how to start. Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to Creative Principles. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. In this podcast interview series, I'll be speaking with writers, directors, actors, musicians, chefs, and various other types of creatives as we bridge the gap between creativity and productivity. Here we'll be discussing the habits, routines, and lessons that help promote a successful creative life. If this is your first time listening, make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. This episode is brought to you by IronJohnGear.com. In between your creative pursuits, make sure to check out Iron John Gear for top apparel, footwear, fitness items, outdoor supplies, sports gear, and much more. Visit the website for top deals on things like lanterns, backpacks, tents, snow clothing, bomber hats, sunglasses, fishing gear, and more. Visit ironjohngear.com today and save money on your next adventure. In addition to Iron John Gear, make sure to also check out Freelancer Class, where you can learn how to become a freelancer full-time or part-time. The online course will teach you how to make money online as a writer, marketer, designer, virtual assistant, accountant, or salesperson. Stay tuned after the show to learn how to get access for free to this $99 valued freelancer course, along with some other free items on our website, creativeprinciples.live. In The Hero, actress Sam Elliott plays a heightened version of his cowboy persona. The story follows an ailing movie star who comes to term with his past and mortality. In this interview, writer-director Brett Haley discusses the disposability of actors, the difficulty of a creative profession, and why he chose to use dream sequences around a cautious, closed-off character. Well, it came really uh, inspired by Sam Elliott. Um, I worked with him on my last film, and I I wanted to write something for him. So we sort of took, I think, the things that we knew and loved about Sam and sort of threw them into a blender and came up with this, this story and this character. It seems like a really personal story. The only thing I could compare it to might be like Michael Keaton in Birdman or Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. What were some of those ideas um, when speaking with Sam Elliott that kind of came out and what really stood out for you in the very beginning, like the first idea? Um, I think Sam being known as a Western icon was something that we had thought about, but I think what I was interested in was the kind of the the way that we are very the disposability of 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 actors in this industry and sort of if you kind of have one movie that you're known for one tv show that you're known for and then that's it um kind of what's the collateral damage of that look like so i wanted to kind of pick up um, I kind of wanted to make an industry movie that was very much about the aftermath of the industry, if that makes sense. 
you really touched on a lot of different aspects too. Like his, I think his ex-wife is an artist and then um, his new girlfriend character is a comedian coming up. How did you kind of decide to, did you purposely decide to make all those people creative and creative habits, creative jobs? I mean, you know, in my line of work, um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fascinated by the desire to create, to do something creative, to do something artistic or from a place of passion. And we all know how hard it is to make it in this world as any sort of creative job. So I think I tend in general to write characters that are doing or trying to do something in the creative field just because that's what I do so I can relate to it. And and, um, it is a struggle and it is something that's very, very rare. So, um, I do enjoy that, that journey, that process, or even in, in, you know, even in like, I'll see you in my dreams, Lloyd is a pool guy, but he's a poet, you know, he, he wanted to be a poet. At least I think everybody has that side of them of something that they probably want to do that maybe they're not doing, or maybe they are. And I just like to kind of keep that, um, in mind when I write characters. Do you ever collaborate with the people you're working with? Like, was there a real artist behind um, the person who made that artwork? And then, like, I saw Ali Wong's in part of the movie as well. Did she write her own jokes for those scenes? Of, of course Ali wrote her own jokes. I wouldn't dare to try to put jokes into a woman as funny as Ali. <laughs> she, she, she and Cameron did her own, uh, their own stand-up 100%. Um, and Ali even helped with Laura's act a little bit which was very nice of her. Um, and a great artist by the name of Polly Borland did all the photographs for the film. And so when Lee is finally with Charlotte, Laura Prepon's character, um, she asks him, what do you want? And don't think so hard about it. Is he a, the kind of person who just doesn't know really, really wants anymore? Um, I don't know. I, I think he's a character that is struggling in the specific situation that he's being presented with which is a beautiful woman being, you know, young woman. And he, he, he's cautious. What does she want? What is she after? Is she genuine? A lot of questions come up and I think he is just sort of trying to figure it out. I don't think he's really had many connections with people like that in a while. So I think it's new territory for him. During their scenes at the Lifetime Achievement Awards, the song um, That's How I Got to Memphis by Tom T. Hall is playing. I I first heard this song on the newsroom finale a year or two ago. How did you choose the songs for the film? Um, I just, you know, I choose choose songs that are, number one, songs that I love. I love that song. Um, Songs that are appropriate for the film. And songs that, frankly, are affordable. (laughs) Because... Songs are really expensive. So you end up being like, oh, I want this, you know, whatever, Rolling Stones song. That's not going to happen. So you, it becomes um, a bit of a, um, you know, a little bit of a, a t- you know, tightrope rope walk of, of what you can get and what songs that you love and what you need to fight for and what you can afford and what's realistic. So it's a, it's a big uh, kind of... Um, 
a lot of things go into the decision making process for music and film. Has your um, partnership with Mark changed any in writing this? Or is it about the same as the last film? Uh, it's the same. Mark is, um, you know, he's my he's my partner. He's my guy, and um, yeah, um, we we still work together the, pretty much the same same way that uh, that we used to. So I'm very I'm very lucky to have uh, to have him, you know, be in my life. Um, where do you think novice writers or new filmmakers waste time in the beginning of their careers, and how could they improve on that? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, if, if they're, look, I'll put it this way. If they're writing, they're not wasting any time. I mean, I would say you're wasting your time if you want to be a writer and you're not writing. So, um, that's the only way to kind of get better at this and to try to get it right. So I think in general, I just tell writers to write, actors to act, directors to direct, just go out, do whatever you can, no matter how small or, and, and just try to make the most of it because um, the learning is really in the doing. So there's a thread throughout this film where Sam Elliott's having some dreamlike sequences. How important are dreams for the characters in your films? Well, I think um, this is the first time I've done dream sequences, and I think that um, it was just something, as a very subjective film, I wanted to try and say some things without saying them, and rather show them. And I wanted, uh, I'm a big fan of the dream sequences from, you know, shows like The Sopranos. Um, I love the dream sequences in Eight and a Half. Um, And I think that there's a lot you can do with it. It's really playful and fun. And there's a lot of talk about dreams in the film. And I just thought it would be an interesting way to get into his psyche, um, without, because this is a very closed up guy. So he's not going to be like talking about his feelings, but rather, uh, we sort of get into his head literally and see kind of what is causing him anxiety and strife. So that was the idea behind it. But I do love, I love dream sequences, and I just tried to kind of take, put my own spin on it on this one. For some of those dream sequences, were there any um, Westerns you were inspired to kind of replicate or look back at as far as cinematic influences? Yeah, I think Sergio Leone was a huge influence. I wanted it to feel like a classic Western, something that, you know, you kind of knew right away. And I think Sergio Leone... It's definitely the best, you know, for that sort of classic, immediately recognizable, iconic Western. So he was probably the biggest influence on one of those dream sequences anyway. Um, Are there any future projects you and Mark are working on that you can talk about? Um, We're making another film uh, this year um, in August in Brooklyn that we're very excited about that we wrote. So we're, uh, we're working towards that one right now. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter where you also get free access to the freelancer course, Master the Freelancer Mindset. This system will teach you exactly how to find clients online, which includes step one, the psychology of the mindset, step two, how to create a killer profile, and step three, how to find quality clients. This online course is valued at $99. It can be yours for free. In addition to the free course, 
you'll get access to the ebook How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block. This contains advice from Aaron Sorkin, Carrie Fukunaga, and William Monahan. You can find all of this and more on creativeprinciples.live. Visit the website for new interviews, articles, and the daily blog. That's creativeprinciples.live.